This is CJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature that delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today, I'd like to solve for you some of life's mysteries. At least I feel satisfied with these answers. Maybe you will too. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? The answer is, the egg came first. And here's why I think so. According to Darwin, small changes in biological traits, which happen all the time, by the way, occur when animals and plants reproduce. These changes are either advantageous for the environment in which they find themselves, or they are not. If the changes are advantageous, this new change, along with the animal or plant who possesses it, will reproduce, and the change will be passed on. Makes sense, right? So, let's apply this to the chicken and egg conundrum, something pre-chickenish, which has its own evolutionary journey to this point, is hanging out one day and mates with whatever other pre-chickenish animal is nearby. The pre-chickenish animal lays a bunch of eggs, and one of them, instead of being pre-chickenish, is instead simply chickenish. As it turns out, the chickenish has some advantages the pre-chickenish doesn't have, and so it and its offspring live to reproduce. Eventually, the chickenish, who, like the pre-chickenish, is not itself a chicken, lays an egg that hatches into what we might now recognize as a chicken. And there you go. The egg came first, then the first chicken climbed out of its shell. Our next mystery is... If a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to witness the event, does it make a sound? The answer is no, because sound is a wave or movement, not a physical, material, particle-ish thing. It merely pushes air molecules, piggybacking upon the air. If the piggybacked air molecules then hit something that can process the piggyback, like your ear, then the process is perceived as a sound. So, no ear or other piggybacked air molecule processor, no sound, because the sound of a tree falling is your reaction to the tree's action. The falling of the tree in and of itself is simply an event. You are the one who makes or perceives the sound. Perhaps, though, the spirit of the question is not so much does it make a sound, but does it fall at all? In other words, the real question may be, do events in the world exist outside of yourself? And the answer to that is also no. Why? According to quantum mechanics, particularly Carlo Rovelli's relational interpretation, events and the objects involved need your observation to coalesce from waves or possibilities into particles or physical matter reality. From there, because you are not a neutral observer, the seemingly external event is further colored by your expectations and beliefs. So if you're not looking, contributing your particular perceptual slant on things, then nothing happens. Nothing at all. For more on this mind-bending conclusion, study the double-slit experiment. Watch the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know?, or simply observe that what you expect, what you believe, what occupies your thoughts the most, tends to be your default reality. Our final mystery, not that there aren't quite a few more, but this is, after all, a short feature, is, what is the purpose of life? And the answer is, what isn't? This is the answer I received in meditation a few years back, and actually, I think it's right. 
For the purpose and meaning of life may be not so much where we find ourselves, office, kitchen, car, or what we're doing, working, cooking, driving, but what we learn from our unconsciously studious engagement with the infinitely concocted sets and circumstances of our seemingly external lives. Oh, and one final thing. Uh, do try to be in this world and not of it, as I heard in my meditation yesterday. After all, this here is school. It's not your whole life. Oh, and what is your whole life? Well, that's for another Esoterica entirely. This is C.J. Kinney for Esoterica. Thanks for listening.